Hello and welcome to episode three of the What You Want About podcast with myself, Adam Foster and Sammy Watson, where we discuss the what's and why's about things in life. But I am going to open up today's podcast with uh, something slightly different. Oh, that's that sounds a bit worrying, actually. I have a fact of the day for you. A fact of the day? I do, and it links quite nicely to, to our first story that I'm going to tell you as well. Oh, no. Should I be worried? No. Okay. If you lift a kangaroo's tail up, it is unable to jump. <laughs> what? So if you was to lift a kangaroo's tail up, yeah. it will be unable to, to jump and, and keep itself balanced. Okay, why why are you telling me this? Because imagine taking away an animal's th- like thing that they have. That's that's a kangaroo's thing. They are able to jump. Oh, that's their thing, isn't it? Jumping. Imagine taking that away from them just by lifting up their tail. Like a fish's thing is swimming. Yeah, take away their <laughs> fins, and you've got they've got nothing. <laughs> well, thank you for your amazing facts of the day. Hopefully, you've learned something already today. I have. Kick us off with your news article then, Sammy. So, in Australia, that's where the link with kangaroos comes from. Right. Um, <laughs> and it links quite nicely with the last episode as well. About a right. racing pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> so, you really, you really are obsessed with these racing pigeons, aren't you? I've taken it all into account and I, I think it's my sport. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Okay, right. What's what's your story? So, in Australia, a uh, racing pigeon was found from that has uh, flown from the US in a trip that was um, eight five eight eight thousand miles long across the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> was it was it in a race? Now, the racing pigeon was set to believe. Um, was let off uh, when um, the old geezer came into consideration at the president thing. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> Biden. Yeah, Biden. Biden, yeah. So they've done no, a, a, a race, a pigeon race on that day that he got uh, elected as president. Okay. So there was a pigeon. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm struggling here to put bits of story together um so you're telling me a racing pigeon in america had a race on the day that biden was announced as the next president of the united states of america yeah yep and has got lost shall we say uh i took a different route just a different route okay and has ended up in australia yeah eight thousand miles away across the pacific ocean right um where was its route well, it is it, apparently um, this pigeon hasn't flown to Australia, as you might have gathered. Um, oh, so it didn't fly. It, um, it, it, I think, or what they they are telling us is that it was uh, la- it landed on a cargo ship 
in America, and then that went across to Australia. Um, and then there it was in Australia, a new, new world, new place for the birds. Uh, so, so it didn't, it didn't even fly. No, not technically. Well, it would have had a couple of flights, surely, off the off the boat and around the, the boat. And yeah, <laughs> you won't believe this. I probably won't. You're right. Flew to Melbourne, so wherever this cargo ship mm-hmm. went, went to Melbourne, and actually rocked up in someone's garden. Right. Hmm. Now this might be a coincidence. The person's garden it ended up in was called Kevin Sellybird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. God, it was meant to be. It is meant to be. Kevin Sellybird. Now the, the he's reported this pigeon. I don't know why. I don't know how. But I think what I mentioned was it had a blue tag on it or or a collar. Just like I mentioned in the last episode, if you did listen. That this Chinese man that bought a pigeon for millions and millions might put a collar on his his uh, pigeon. Well, for a matter <laughs> of fact, this pigeon has a collar on from America. <laughs> so this guy's initial reaction to seeing a pigeon in his garden with a collar on is going, "Who do I ring about this?" Exactly. So it rung the. I think it. I think he actually rung the Australian police about this. Um, the police? Yeah, and it is, it is said to believe that they are going to be putting the pigeon down. Why? Uh, because it, it could have carried diseases from America to Australia. Oh, come off it. This one pigeon could have carried this many diseases around oh, the world. Surely they could just test it. Oh, I, I have no idea. I'm not, I don't think they're going to stick a, a cotton bud up, up Pigeon's nose. <laughs> but how much, do you know how much this one's worth? Is there like a, a, a warrant for it? Um, no, no money. Australia, but is the owner in the US looking for his pigeon? I haven't got a clue, but I, I, what they're saying is it cannot stay in Australia because of the disease that it could be carrying. Um, ship but- it back to America then. Well, who who knows? It might need it. Might might have won the race. I want to know where this race is, and it's got lazy and went. Well, oh, you know, I'll just chill out on this boat for a bit. He's, maybe he thought, oh, if I do this big race, I'm going to be the world's most expensive pigeon, and not oh. Hamilton or Bottas pigeon. Yeah, and he's he's going on a world tour. He's he's organised his own world tour. It, it, but for a matter of fact. Um, According to Pigeonpedia.com, <laughs> this wasn't the greatest um, flight distance by a pigeon. Well, no, because it didn't fly. Well, no, but it travelled. Okay, so the greatest travel. Yeah, that was done by a pigeon um, back in 1931 um, on a flight to, from France to, to Vietnam. Was it meant to be on that flight? Well, I have no idea, but that's according to Pigeonpedia, which I've now favourited on my uh, little tab bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. You... And uh, the, the France to Vietnam trip was 
um, 7,200 miles um, and took 24 days. Right, so um, it's shorter, shorter distance, but took but longer. It's, it's shorter distance, but took longer. And, and also, I think it, it probably did fly, whereas the, the Australian slash US pigeon, I, I think, cheated the system a little bit. Right, Pigeonpedia need to get their facts correct here because there's a lot of confusion. A lot of our listeners really want to know what's going on in the pigeon world. Um, yeah. I reckon if you're idea. an admin on Pigeonpedia or, or the pigeon world, can you please let us know about some of the facts about racing pigeons because I feel like we're getting into it a little bit now. Right, I'm going to leave that with you. You you can do your pigeon research. I will. Okay, for our next conversation then, um, I really wanted to bring this one up with you because this one, um, it kind of goes along the same line. I'm not going to lie. I got a bit distracted by the bird world. I'm turning pigeons into parrots. And uh, this parrot returns to British owner speaking Spanish after four years of disappearing um okay how is it that clever to return <laughs> is that your first question yeah right so this uh, this parrot is well it was a, it was an english speaking parrot in america in california and uh its name was nigel nigel that went nigel. down that went down well in spain i think nigel and he was a gray african parrot so he's got all the nationalities here. He's pretty pretty clever. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it flew away and disappeared for four years and then came back speaking fluent Spanish. Fluent um, Spanish. So how, is, how is the guy finding out about that? Is he just, if he says hello, is he just the parrot's replying hola? Well, apparently the owner um, said that the bird lost its British accent and it was replaced with fluent Spanish and was kind of calling itself Larry. So he's just gone and found his alter ego. Well, there could be that, but I also think it could be a different parrot. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. (laughs) It's just a very similar looking parrot called Larry that's from a Spanish home. Um, why? But how flown. would that? How would that parrot get here? Well, it's just flown, and he's taken it. Yeah, but wouldn't see this guy's not clever like like a pigeon owner. The pigeon owner would have put a collar on. Yeah, this parrot doesn't have a collar. Ah, see, that's that's where they're silly. Well, this this owner turned around and said, "It's really weird. I knew it was him from the minute I saw him." And then went on to say, "He was the happiest bird. He was singing and talking without control." He was barking like the dogs. But how he couldn't, he couldn't. So he was barking in Spanish. Well, I don't know why it's it's learned how to speak dog now. It's learned how to speak dog, and it's Spanish. This isn't the same parrot. I'm a bit confused, and I'm not going to lie. I don't really believe this one. No, I well, no, neither do I. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where sometimes in life you get dealt some fake news don't you Sammy yeah yeah I've had my fair share of fake news but I think with this pigeon racing I'm I'm a good trust trusted 
person to handle that news. You're a good source. Yes, there you go. Well, well, do you think you would be able to tell fake news apart from real news? Uh, no, because my my news knowledge is not very broad. <laughs> okay, well, this will lead us nicely onto a new game that I've got. A game for me. <laughs> yeah, for you. I'm the game master. <laughs> yeah, but I've I've treated you this week. Well, okay. Right, so we're going to play a game of real or fake news. Oh, I've got a little theme tune yet or not? No, there's no theme tunes yet. I'm still yeah. waiting for someone to make us a oh. theme tune. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll put this bit of music in, though. <laughs> right, we're going to start then, and I'm going to tell you uh, two bits of news. One of them's a real article. And one's fake, made up by myself. Okay, I've got to try and figure the difference. Yeah, I want you to know which one's real and which one's fake. Okay. Right. So, um, a woman was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? No, I'm not. Keep going. Okay. So a woman was fined after walking her husband on a lead and telling police he was a dog. And the other news article is a group of new species land octopus have been found living on the island of Fiji. Okay. So I've got to decide which one's fake and which one's real. Yeah. Okay. Firstly, with the, the man on a, the, the man on a lead? The man on the lead, yep. The man her husband. on the lead. Okay. So it's her so she's taken her husband for a walk. Yes, on a lead. It's in Canada. In Canada. Okay. So, am I allowed to ask questions? Did you read much about it? Or is it... No, you can't if it's fake, can you? Oh, you can go go for it. Ask me whatever you'd like. Oh, but it could be real. I might have answers for it. I might not have answers. The article why, might not. Why would you need to put a, a lead on somebody to go for a walk? Because in Canada... Um, there is a curfew for staying indoors between the hours of 8pm and 5am um, unless you are a dog walker. Oh, okay. So is that, is that due to the current world situation that we don't want to bring up? So that is currently happening in Canada at the moment. So from 8pm in the evening to 5 o'clock in the morning, you cannot leave your house. Okay. Unless you're walking right. your dog. Okay, so... She's walk. She so she's walking her husband. So they're trying to go for a walk. Why would you <laughs> walk your husband? What? Why? Would, I don't. Okay. All right. We'll move on. I'll give it a think. Well, we'll move on from that one. With the octopus. Yeah. So it's a new, new octopus species has been found, and it lives on land in Fiji. How many legs has the octopus got? Oh, it's got eight. Oh, okay. How many hearts? Oh, it's got two. Okay, it all seems right for now. <laughs> uh, so, a new species. So, is it? So, it's not being found anywhere. It's just in Fiji. Yeah, no one's ever seen it before, and they've only just found it. And there's a group of them that have been found in Fiji. Okay, you wouldn't call a a, a group of octopuses, would you? 
Well, they. What would you call it? Uh oh, a herd. <laughs> herd of octopuses. Okay. Is it? Is it not octopuses? It's octopi, isn't it? No, that'd be one. Oh, I don't know. Oh. I'm confused. I'm going to go with the fake news being the octopus, octopi. Okay. And the, and real, the real being the woman some, taking her husband for a walk. Yeah, so, someone's desperate to get out for a walk and they're only... Why would they not... Hang on. Why would they not just do it in the normal time they're allowed out of their house? <laughs> Why would you not just go for a walk? Nor why would you want that authority of having to put your husband onto a lead? Yeah, she put a collar and the lead on him, and uh, they both got fined. Did he? Did he walk on all fours? He was on all fours. Yeah. When the police when the police arrived, he was on all fours. But when when they're walking normally, he's on two feet. Oh, that's that's good. Good to know. Okay. But yeah, they uh, both got fined. Big money. Fake news is going to be the octopi, and the real news is going to be the the, the male dog person. <laughs> well, I can inform you, Sammy. You are correct. Well done. Yes. Yeah, you got one point. Okay. Right, we'll move one. on to the next round. You didn't come um, up with the octopus story. I came up with the octopus story, yeah. Oh, that's clever. Oh, thank you. I'm good. And it, clever that you knew the uh, two hearts of an octopus. I knew that as well. Well, that says it all then, doesn't it, Sammy? Yeah. The next topic. Angry squirrel aggressively attacking residents of Queen's neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is hamsters. So family hamster stole £20,000 worth of family jewellery. Okay. So a squirrel is attacking the Queen. No, <laughs> no not the Queen. It's a neighbourhood. Called Queen's Neighbourhood. Oh, Queen's. I thought you said Queen. Okay. Um, so the, a, a squirrel is attacking a neighbourhood called Queen's. In, in Where is Queen's? Uh, in America. In America. That does sound quite American. And what, what's he doing to the, the people? So he's harassing them and then actually jumps on them and bites them and scratches them. And one lady uh, described it as... An MMA cage fight that she lost. Okay. Um, but and... she's not the only person to have been attacked by this same squirrel. There's been eight cases. It's one squirrel. One squirrel, eight victims. Okay, victims. Oh, now they now he's killing them. Well, victims of a brutal attack. Okay. All oh, right. Okay. He's not killing them. That's a little <laughs> bit more believable now. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to leave that story there. What, what was the other one? The, the hamster, hamster stealing jewellery. Um, 20 yeah, grand's so... worth of If you have 20 grand's worth of jewellery, you're not owning a hamster. <laughs> That's going to be my intake of that. Right. It was a family home up in Cheshire. Yeah. And it was the youngest daughter's hamster. She was seven. Yeah. Um, and she... The hamster, they'd notice that underneath all the stuff in its cage, it's quite a big cage, so like wood chippings and things and stuff they have, 
um, after cleaning it out after a week, it had found all this jewellery inside it. So it somehow got out of its cage. Maybe, I don't know, it doesn't say where in the article, but it might have been like playtime with the daughter or someone. And it stole £20,000 worth of jewellery. 20 grand of jewellery. You're not having 20 grand of jewellery just, just underneath a hamster cage. Well, it might be just a, a ring or a necklace. That's 20 grand. It doesn't say what the jewellery was. Ah, okay. How how big's the hamster? Is it one of them like little Russian dwarf ones or is it a big one? Well, it's just a picture of a normal household UK hamster that you get from Pets World. They, they, they haven't got the intelligence to do that. <laughs> why would he go? Why would he go and nick jewelry? What would he need to do that for? Well, it's shiny, isn't it? He might have just got distracted and thought I'll have that. Oh, something shiny. Let's go get it. No, it's not going to look at it and go, "Oh, I might sell that later on and boost my income." But it's just seen something. We're all it's been a mistake in America to hamster stealing twenty grand's worth of jewelry. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I can't get my head around it. Only being one squirrel and attacking eight people. <laughs> and, and why are them eight people getting attacked by a squirrel? What are they doing to do that? They're just walking down the street in their neighbourhood. Gangster squirrels. And, and then they're reporting it to who? I've just been attacked by a squirrel. You're gonna laugh that. Well, they've gone to hospital and uh, had stitches and things. What? What's a squirrel doing to them? Attack them. And then a hamster... I, I just can't believe a hamster stealing 20 grand's worth of jewellery and put, uh, even managing to carry it or put it in his mouth or a story in his cheek. Imagine storing a chain in your cheeks. Like, oh, no chance. Nah. No, it might not be, not be a It might be a ring. It could be anything that you could store in that cheek. No, I'm sticking with my guns. The hamster is not stealing that, that much jewellery at all. That's a lie. Okay, so you're saying the fake news is the hamster and the real story is the angry squirrel. Yeah, beyond angry, he's, he's a nutter. <laughs> nutter. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> I can tell you, Sammy, you are two for two. Well done. Oh, I'm smashing it. This is easy. <laughs> I know the news. Uh, <laughs> okay, for your last one then, a cat has become the sick richest like in the UK after previous owner leaves entire wealth in her will or villagers flock to worship mutant cow born with five legs to bring them good luck. Okay. Um, start with the (laughs) the cat. What color is the cat? Uh, It's a ginger cat. Uh, no, that's a lie. (laughs) Nothing, nothing as ginger is, is worth six grand. What? Where are you getting six grand from? Is it not six grand? No, it's been left the entire will and inheritance of this old lady, the owner, who had nothing, no one to give their money, her money to, and she was she was the sixth richest person in the UK, and she's left it all to uh, this. Company. See, I heard six, and I thought six grand. Okay, so no. six, six, so the sixth richest person, and she's given all her money to a cat. Yeah, can we just go back to you saying that no ginger cat's worth six grand? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to anyone that's got a six grand ginger cat. Okay. Or any ginger cat. Uh, no, no, he'll be worth 
if, I'll give it if, it. if you bought Ginger Cat for £200, I'll give it to you. Hmm? <laughs> well done. Right. Um, okay. So, you know how, how rich was this, was this lady? Uh, she was the sixth richest person in the UK when she was alive. So what was her worth? It doesn't say because it's an undisclosed fortune. Uh, okay, yeah. So no one know how rich the cat is now. Yeah, because the cat's under high protection. Has it got a collar on? It did have a collar, yes. Oh, good. That's okay. Which I don't get because they've posted a photo of this cat. Yeah, it's in like a protection scheme. Yeah, but you're not getting it. If it's protected, it's definitely protected by, by someone who, who knows how to protect a cat. Yeah, but who's paying the wage of this cat uh, protector? The cat. Yeah, but how's the cat sign in the documents? Just put his paw print on. Okay, so it's definitely a waste of money, isn't it? Going out, killing the pigeon, putting his paw print on it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the pigeons out of it. Right. Okay, so that's your cat story. Okay, and then and then the the, the cow with five legs giving people good luck. Yeah, so a village in Thailand um, has a cow with five legs that believes that other villagers are coming over and flocking over for good luck. Okay, okay. well, firstly, were the cows that made this five-legged cow part of the same village? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, see, if it was, then I, I think there might be brother and sister and they've made a bit of a boo-boo with the cow oh okay yeah well we'll, we'll leave that bit out um uh but i'll tell you i'll tell you some of the things that residents have dreamt about after touching this cow they've touched the cow so they've gone over yeah they've touched it for good luck um so one resident has dreamt of weaning, winning the lottery um, after touching the cow. Um, and another has dreamt that they'll get their dream job owning a fishing port from touching the cow. Okay, so with the cow having five legs, yeah, how's it going to survive? Is it, is, it, is it okay? Yeah, it's two years old. So it's a good cat, it's a healthy cow, just with five legs wobbling around. Yeah, do you want to know where its fifth leg is? Uh, do, uh, can I imagine where this fish, fifth leg is, or can you do you need to tell me? Well, I'd like you to guess, actually. <laughs> For the listener's sake, I'm going to say under its chin. <laughs> under its chin? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a headrest. Yeah. Uh, no, it's actually on its back. So the leg goes up in the air? No, it flops down to its side. So it's like a spare ear? Yeah, it looks like an ear further down. Okay, and it does reach the floor? No, because it's located on its back. It's the same length as its other legs. Bearing in mind it's only two years old, so it's still quite small. Um, Well, it's not small now, but I've got photos of it quite small. So the leg... It's the same length as the other legs on its body, but obviously because it's located further up the body, it won't reach. So it goes down to its belly, and it's got a bend where it's jointing its knees. Okay. I don't want to ask any more questions. 
<laughs> I'm going to go straight for it. Go on, then. I reckon that the cow is fake news because I don't think there's going to... They, they're not getting a leg up on their back. <laughs> uh, and I think that a, a crazy cat woman would leave all her money to their cat they've had most of their life. Right, and then you find the answers, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, I can tell you, Sammy, you were doing so well. The cow is the real news and the cat is the fake news. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who is making a five-legged cow? It's just natural. I just... Oh, are you sure it's not part of the other? I can tell you now it's not part of the other. But yes, okay. uh, the cat is made up. I made that one up. And you got um, you got two out of three. I'll take it. That's, good. That's not bad. That is that is actually really good. So well done. Thank you. And that will be the end of my little game. Real or fake news? I'm going to move on to some slightly more serious news. Not too serious, because I don't do that. <laughs> but we've been dreading it. We haven't brought it up just yet on the on the podcast, but probably episode three is about time we had some sort of Brexit talking. So, in, in regards to some Brexit news, um, someone was uh, coming going from the UK... Uh, to the Netherlands on their journey you know when you when you go to somewhere um, abroad you usually take a little pack up or a little lunch something to eat yeah um, and this guy obviously hasn't known about some of the restrictions and he's gone to the Dutch border um, and under the new EU rules it is uh, illegal for him to bring his ham sandwich into the Netherlands <laughs> So, 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 is he allowed to eat his ham sandwich? Was he made to eat it there and then? Was did he have to leave it behind? Did they get rid of it? I've got so well, many. What questions. happened was that some of the questions that he asked, his his first thought, um, obviously the the Dutch border explained that he can't take the sandwich into into the Netherlands, into the country because of the new restrictions and um, the cross contamination of of meats and stuff that. You know, that we've been doing for absolute years through the EU, but now all of a sudden when Brexit comes along, it, there's there's diseases that could be spread. Uh, so cross-contaminating meat through... Yeah. That's ridiculous. Okay, right, yeah, carry on. Um, so the, the guy did ask, um, could they just take the ham out and he can have the bread? <laughs> <laughs> so, he's, so he said, I still would like my lunch, so get rid of the ham and I'll keep my bread. Yeah. Did they? Um, no, they, they confiscated the sandwich and, and didn't let him have it. Well, that's quite a sad story. It is a sad, isn't that a sad that you you've you've just gone to enjoy a break away and you're not even allowed to eat a sandwich that you've made by hand. Are you I wouldn't is he is he not travelling for work purpose? You still can't take any any meat or stuff across like that. It, I think it was it was it's meat. Um, 
oh, I don't know what the products are. You know, but you can do vegetables, fruit, um, and stuff like that. You can do abroad in in small amounts now, um, but you cannot do do meats and stuff. Whatever. That you, yeah, you can't cannot take meat through the um, EU borders now. Well, obviously, if you're you're, you're trading and deliveries, you can, but yet, yeah, yeah, your pet lunch you can't. You cannot take your pet lunch through the EU borders. Well, I, I can't take a pepper army across to France. Um, no, but if it said made in France and it was sold in England, could you do it? Mm-hmm. Because oh. you're going back to France with your your food that they made. I'm so confused. See, this is why you shouldn't talk about Brexit because there's a lot of lot of different things that could go ahead. But the the the, the article, the the title of the article did actually just make me laugh and want to read into it more. And it was Brexit, like in big bold letters: drivers mm. illegal ham sandwiches seized at Dutch border under EU rules. Well, the Dutch borders are now pe- being quite petty about some ham, wafer thin pe- bear ham. So it was, it was wafer thin ham. It wasn't even smoked or anything. Yeah, it wasn't proper ham hog or, or anything like that. Oh wow! It was just some wafer thin ham in some sandwiches seized at the Dutch border. I think it's quite quite silly, but I mean, what what? No, what Brexit is is what Brexit is. Can't can't really go with that, really. It's about all my knowledge on Brexit. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he had a pork pie in his lunchbox as well? But they don't know what a pork pie is, so they let him have it. Yeah, possibly. And it's processed, so it's not real meat. So he might be all right. Well, the ham's processed as well with his wafer and. Oh yeah, that is true. <laughs> oh, he's in a rock bar, isn't it? Well. Uh... Um, do you reckon he's got got a little penguin bar? What, and they seized that saying it was real penguin? Yeah. (laughs) Me. So, yeah, that that is about all of our news on on Brexit that that we have today, I think. Well, I'm I'm glad we've kept our um, Brexit talk down to a minimum on a ham sandwich. All we're going to talk about really about Brexit, unless any other um, sandwiches get seized, I'll, I'll let people know. The cheese and crest might be next. Oh, yeah, no, no. this could be this could be quite touchy subjects, to be honest with you, though, Sammy. Exactly, exactly. So, be careful. <laughs> did you see that? You think there's bigger things going on in life than a ham sandwich? I mean, it, it's a talking point. Imagine it getting like, put on your record that you've tried to sneak in a ham sandwich. Yeah, but I think it's just to elaborate how petty some of the rules can be that a ham sandwich has caused such an uproar. Yeah. Like, imagine the other things that people are sneaking in that just they're getting in anyway. And now this Especially Dutch from borders Poland. are... Well, the Dutch borders are now pe- being quite petty about some ham. Wafer-thin pe- bear ham. So it was way for thin ham. It wasn't even smoked or anything. Yeah, it wasn't proper ham hog or anything like that. Oh, wow. It was just some way for thin ham in some sandwiches seized at the Dutch border. I think it's quite quite silly. But, I mean, what what, you know, what Brexit is is what Brexit is. Can't, can't really mm. go with that, really. It's about all my knowledge on Brexit. Do you reckon? 
Do you reckon he had a pork pie in his lunchbox as well? But they don't know what a pork pie is, so they let him have it. Yeah, possibly. And it's processed, so it's not real meat. So he might be all right. Well, the ham's processed as well with his wafer. And... Oh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> oh, he's in a rock bar, isn't he? Well, I'm going to... penguin bar. Hmm? Do you reckon he's got a little penguin bar? What, and they seized that saying it was real penguin? Yeah. <laughs> Me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that is about all of our news on, on Brexit that, that we have today, I think. Well, I'm, I'm glad we've kept our um, Brexit talk down to a minimum on a yeah. ham sandwich. All we're, all we're, we're going to talk about, really, about Brexit, unless any other um, sandwiches get seized, I'll, I'll let people know. The cheese and crest might be next. Oh yeah, no, no. this could be, this could be quite touchy subjects. To be honest with you, though, Sammy. Exactly, exactly. So I'll be careful. That does move us swiftly on um, to going abroad. Um, now, back in I think two thousand and thirteen, two thousand twelve. Oh, you you'll know this. Um, you went to Sweden, didn't you? I did go to Sweden, yes. I wonder how I know how you went to Sweden in 2013. Um, have you That's right. Again? Sammy's game is back of stalking Alan's profiles. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week, I have some questions for you that are related to some pictures that you might have posted on your social media accounts this could be facebook this could be instagram this could be twitter again oh no but they are slightly older than your 2016 2017 skittle pictures okay so for um going to sweden what record did you break what record? Try and think of a picture that you posted on, on social media about breaking a, a record in Sweden. I broke a record. What what did I do? Um, what record did you break? Just I, tell me if you don't know. I, I, I really don't know. You don't know what record you have broken in the world in Sweden? Um, something to do with the moose. No. Okay, no, I don't know. You don't know? No. So, gathering from the picture in Sweden, that where you were on holiday or wherever you, whatever you were doing out there, and mm. um, you was in a record sc- store. Yeah, I did go to a record store, and I was just thinking that. I didn't break You a took a picture of the records, um, and you captured, captured, captioned the picture... Sneezing 20 times next to people in Sweden <laughs> near is beating the records. Yeah, so you were wrong with that one. You, you, you don't know. You, and just to break it to you, Adam, you, you didn't break any records. It was a joke that you did post on social media. It's quite a funny one. Sorry to break it to you. But you, you've done well on the, on the play on words, play on picture. I like it. Yeah. Anyway, moves me on to uh, going a bit more into your your social medias. Can I ask what that was posted on? Uh, 
I want to say Instagram. Okay. But maybe Facebook. <laughs> okay. You've done a lot of stalking. I let you off. Yeah. Because on the 5th of June in 2013, right. you and three friends dressed yourself in foods. What food did you dress up as? <laughs> <laughs> I was dressed as a giant hot dog. He was dressed as a giant hot dog. <laughs> what was your other three friends dressed as? Oh, no. Uh, they were foods as well, yeah? Yep. Oh, that's that's a really hard question. Uh... Oh, that's so hard. Uh, there, there was a vegetable. Yeah, there's, vegetable. There's, a, there's, a, there's a carrot. One of the boys was dressed as a carrot. The girl was dressed as a carrot, but I'm oh, sure that's no. not an insult to her in the picture. Okay, well, I got that wrong, sorry. Um, so she was dressed as a carrot, and he, there was a boy there as well, and he was dressed... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is so funny. I don't know, broccoli? No, I know. Before you mentioned the boy, I don't know what he was dressed as. It, it, it wasn't really a, the greatest of costumes. You, you had the better one of the males. Okay. Um... There was a girl in a carrot costume, and there was also a girl in a, in a chili costume as well. Yeah, she's dressed as a chili. Yeah. Yeah. So why were you dressed up as as them foods? I was working. You was work. So, so you dressed up as foods. <laughs> yeah. So uh, well, I wasn't actually. Yeah, that's actually really bad because I wasn't working at that time actually. Um, well, I, was off. Which, I got. Was you... But what 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 made you buy a hot dog outfit and? What were you working for? So I didn't buy the outfit. Oh, okay. It wasn't for a food advert or, or anything like that? No, 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 no. Um, it was... I worked with uh, children at a children's centre. And you dressed up as a hot dog? I think it's a good look. I think it's... It, it, the, it's like a lumberjack shirt, isn't it? Yeah. W- would you pull it off now? Yes. I mean, weird. We're in strange times, COVID times. So I think the way you dress really represents the way you are. So like up top for like smart online Zoom meetings and then downstairs is comfortable and not really. Or, or they have the clever idea of doing podcasts. And where you can't see someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one, I would wear what you're wearing in this picture if I was doing a podcast. Yeah, because it makes you feel confident up top. But yet, you're really relaxed down below. Yes. Um. Again, my question: Why are you taking a picture of it, and um, why did you post it on your social medias? I was a cool kid. That that made you a cool kid, did it? I was a cool kid. Yeah, I was. I was uh, a rebel to not conform with the norms of society. Do you reckon you started something? So your score at the moment, Adam, is uh, I'm going to give you the the hot dog. You're dressed in a hot dog. So I'm going to take oh, one out of two so far. Oh, thank you. Um, and we'll move on to your last picture. Oh, jeez. Okay. In March 2013, you thought you was a fashion influencer by wearing <laughs> a shirt. Shorts and what else? A shirt, shorts, and what? 
<laughs> you posted a picture of you wearing this. Okay, so what colour is the shirt? The shirt is a checkered shirt, buttoned yep. up. Right. And the shorts are grey. I want to say the the sort of tracky bottoms type shorts. Right. And what else were you wearing? Am I am I in my living room? Uh, yes. <laughs> I know exactly the photo. Um, so <laughs> I've got argyle socks on. What colour are they? Grey, yellow and black. They were yellow socks. Right. But yes, I will give you that. They are yellow socks. Okay. Why were you wearing this and why did you think it was a good idea to take a picture? Um, well, I'm just going to inform you that the shorts aren't actually shorts. Okay. They are, I'm pretty sure they're tracksuit bottoms rolled up. Right. <laughs> so this makes you even more of a flash, fashion influencer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is this on Instagram? Possibly. I think it's a good look. I think it's it, it's, the, it's like a lumberjack shirt, isn't it? Yeah. W- would you pull it off now? Yes. I mean, we're, we're in strange times, COVID times. So I think the way you dress really represents the way you are. So like up top for like smart online Zoom meetings and then downstairs is comfortable and not really... Or, or they have the clever idea of doing podcasts. And where you can't see someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one, I would wear what you're wearing in this picture if I was doing a podcast. Yeah, because it makes you feel confident up top, but yet you're really relaxed down below. Yes. Um. Again, my question, why are you taking a picture of it and um, why did you post it on your social medias? I was a cool kid. That that made you a cool kid, did it? I was a cool kid, yeah. I was, I was uh, a rebel to not conform with the norms of society. Do you reckon you started something? Yeah, and ended it in the same photo. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what my point that was going to be. <laughs> so, uh, you, but I'll give you the point. You've done well there. Yellow socks. So you're, you're two for three. So you've done well. Um, well done. You've completed another round of, of Sammy's social media surprise. Stop. I do feel like it is a, a good time to, to bring the podcast to an end. Um, yeah. Have a couple of thank you. Thank you as well. For, so we got some of the feedback from, from uh, some of the listeners to say that they enjoyed the uh, the last game that we, we played in episode two and and that they would enjoy hearing more. We, we've done some more today and hopefully there's many more in the future that we can play to bring bring entertainment from uh, Adam's social media life. Oh, that sounds exciting. But yeah, no, I, I like to echo those words of thanks. We'd just like to say we'll hope you tune in for your, the next episode. Yes, enjoy this episode. Hopefully uh, you, you leave it, give us a big like on uh, Instagram. Give us a follow and you can make sure to uh, hear any sneak peeks of uh, clips and stuff from the podcast. And you never know, we might even get a sponsorship in the future. Oh, I can see some sort of sponsorship happening somewhere along the line. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like we've got big sponsors coming. 100%. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it there, I reckon. Yes. Farewell. Goodbye. Thank you.